This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, uh, regarding Fringe, it was on Fox, I think it was 2008. So of course the... Uh, scheduling or the programs that you guys were watching back then probably were not uh, as good as Fringe maybe, but nevertheless, Fringe was good for the first maybe two, three seasons. And then it got into some weird alternate universe stuff and it was kind of hard to follow. But nevertheless, it is a really good show. My wife and I loved it. Stick around for a couple of seasons and then eventually it kind of goes off the deep end. But all all in all, it is... uh, good quality TV for a while. Thanks. Got something you want to say to the show? Send a voice message. Find it in the top left corner of the Tom Bernard app. You know the job, that it, the weight that was on my shoulders having to actually bring smart listeners to this show? I the, the pressure! That was really good. I love that. Yeah, that was great. That was wonderful. Great job, Rudy. And who who is that from? Mm, Curtis. Okay. I can't he made that yeah. up. Curtis. I'll, I'll look. I'll he just look. made it up. Like God. I could even tell you made it up. Yeah. That's how bad that was. Well, it's Curtis. Sure. He, I got a call from uh, Curtis. Yeah. That's who it was. I think Beelzebub called in right after that. We got Beyonce after him. Beyonce. Well, I'll be leaving during that segment. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. I, I, well, again, I'm bitter because they took away R&B and replaced it with that garbage, which pisses me off. I love R&B music. always have. Just love it. And now the other thing that Brittany and I always talk about is the other thing I don't like. And a lot of people have been doing it for centuries, I'm sure. But almost everybody now slides into notes. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they don't hit it. No. They don't go right to it. They're no. like, and then... You're like, whoa, 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 bud. Yeah. And I love you. Like, settle down, for mm-hmm. Christ's sake. Look, I'm not saying they don't have any talent. Obviously, they're doing very, very well. Now, Beyonce, which one is that? Beyonce is the one who's from Destiny's Child originally and married to Jay-Z. Oh, that's the one that's married to Jay-Z. Okay. Yes. And she was uh, last night performing, and 90% of my social media friends went, and I had to watch from sure. home. She last night here in town. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She was on oh. the. She was. They said she was in Dinky Town. Really. Hmm. So she was at the stadium, I assume. That's I not really it, Dinky Town, though, is it? I thought she was at U.S. Bank. Um, oh, I thought it was the other one, Huntington Bank. What? Where was she? I don't know. I that's. I, I thought I heard. <clears throat> I don't know for sure, but would that still be considered Dinky Town? I mean, it's on the campus. I know, but yeah, it's still considered Dinky Town. Is it? Yeah, okay. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where she was, but there were a lot of people lined up to go in, and as long as they're happy, and I'm just glad no one got shot. That's good. Whenever more than two people get together now, somebody always gets shot. You're right, Huntington Bank. It was Huntington Bank, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was U.S. Bank. Formerly? TCF Bank. There you go. I've seen her at TCF Bank. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Like, when I I was my 30th birthday, she came for my birthday. It was 30 years ago? Shut up. <laughs> Shut the I front will kill door. you. I will kill you, man. I made a huge mistake. I'm in a great mood on a Friday, and you guys are just horseshit and crabby. I'm in a great no, mood. No, you're not. You're crabby. Oh, my God. I had the best day yesterday. Did you really? Picked up my nephew, Ike. No, no, no. You're supposed to say, well, I was able to do this show. I, w- I did. Wait. <laughs> let me start over. Woke up. Was okay. blessed with you guys. 
Lori Kilmartin was in. That was a ball. Gelfman was in. That was a ball. Left here. Great mood. Picked up Ike. We went and saw some rescue Great Dane puppies. And, and then it's ice cream truck night, so we partied in the oh, cul-de-sac. I know, and then we biked to a park, and then we played video games until 10, and it was one of the best days I've had in a long time. So I'm going to have one of those days today. I was yeah. just telling her when we were up, but just before the show started, it's going to be the first time in several months that I get to go home after the family podcast on a Friday. Mm-hmm. God, I'm excited. That's so nice. I'm going to sit around on my ass and just... Maybe I'll start drinking again. When you get home, just know that I've been home for an hour. Yeah, but the great part of it is when, when I get home, you'll know because I'm going to call you after boozing it up and go, I've never liked you. It'll go to voicemail. <laughs> You're not even going to bother. You know, I think it's been, what, like 12 years, I think, since I boozed it up now. I'm almost at 13. Oh, you're 13? 13 this month, I think. See? Yeah, it'll be... Uh, 2010 was when I quit drinking on the 25th. So I'll be 13 years. So I, but the thing, you know, the upside of that, by the way, Rudy, you're not a big drinker either, are you? Uh, I, I, you know, I've recently slowed my roll a little bit when it comes oh, okay. to the booze. But yeah, for a long time, it was ebbs and flows. I would, I would sure. quit drinking and then I would drink heavily and then would go back and forth, so. There, yeah. Well, yeah, that's like everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Until everybody yeah. does it, no question about it. But it's, uh, uh, you know, I look, I look at it now as a very fortunate thing, because I told you that guy that's about your age, what he said to me when I was talking to a friend of mine, and he stuck his nose in our business, because uh-huh. he asked me a question about which way I lean politically. And I said, I'm pretty much a centrist. And he goes, oh, you're one, one of, of those. those. Oh. You love that. If Uncle Tommy had a hat a few, that boy would be looking for teeth, I'll tell you that. There's so many moments I'm like, for me personally, just because like, oh, I, yeah. I just... <clears throat> I'm really good at leaping tables. And like, <laughs> oh, I've seen it. And like, <laughs> I do remember. And like, so my mouth gets ahead of me. Like, so thank God I have just like that. I just need that extra beat to go, is it worth it, Brittany? Well, and yes. The answer is like, just be chill. Just lean into your Botox and be chill. So you didn't go last night because, oh. of, because of Go-Go or why didn't you go? Um, well, I went to Taylor Swift. And so the, when the concert came up, and I love Beyonce, I went to her twice. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I don't know. I just felt like. Too much. It wasn't like, it just felt, and you could get pretty decent tickets, but just, I don't know, when I was planning out my life, I already felt like going to a concert just felt too close. I don't know why, yeah, like well, being gone late at night, I don't know, and, and yep. um, ended up being great because my sister went, and then I stole her kiddo Ike, and we just had a really fun day, so yeah. staying up late on a weekday, that's rough for me. Because that yeah. kind of sets the tone then. I'd been tired today. You don't even have to get up till 6, staying up late. Don't you think I wake up at 5 and just do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, mm-hmm. to... Okay, let me see your phone. Let me see your workouts no, on your no, phone. No, no, no. No, no, let's don't, just... Don't let's look at my get, activity see, level. There, let me see. idiots. Let me That's see. three miles of walking right there. <laughs> so let me see your phone. It's so... Mine is like you two pain steps. You in the ass. Oh, it's got two steps look, on it. look. My red line just started. Oh, no. It's so bleak. But, but. We, I do not have a baby. Whatever. It's a big, no, babies are a big responsibility. Yeah, but I I'm sneak, trying to give you credit for something. I know, but I do sneak out of the house before she wakes up. Yeah, she wakes up like, like now. That's and good. so I literally wake up and do nothing. I like secretly brush my teeth. I don't even turn my uh, electric toothbrush on. I just brush mm-hmm. it quietly. Like I'm a prisoner in my own house. Feed the dogs like pebble by pebble of their food so it doesn't make any noise. And then get out of the house. 
I'm going to run this by you guys because it, and it wasn't a lot of money, so don't, it's not, that, not what I'm talking about. But I just dealt with a situation where three different outlets that should be very reputable tried to screw me out of money. It was not a ton of money. It was a few thousand dollars, which is a lot of money, but not a ton. Yeah, that's a lot of money. What is? I mean, and, and I had to call on, you know, specialists to go get it and all that stuff. I haven't gotten it back yet, but I'm going to get it back. They, I was double-billed on three different things. So be careful. I'm more, the, even when he was going to bring it up, is a lot of people are double-billing now, man, and I don't know why they're doing it. It's got to be illegal to do it, I would think. I feel like one of you got to take the helm... <laughs> You can't, you can't both be paying bills. Well, no. I mean, that's not even the issue. It's they, no. they know better than the du- double bill people. Agreed. They that's are the I'm ones saying. in the wrong. I shouldn't be right. victim blaming. I agree. But I just mean like for continuity for you guys, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I understand. Um, what, one of them was like a service for a big company, right? So it wasn't. Two of them were. Two out of the three. Okay. So basically... I, you know, I learned a lot. And I have, you know, I have good friends that take care of that situation for me. And I never would have known about it until he noticed it. You know, because it's what you said, basically. Oh, did Catherine pay that? Did I pay this? Yeah. Did we both, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That kind of deal. So you're right. We should pay, pay closer but attention. But it's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, no. I, they, they had to know. Yeah. I mean, they sure know when you don't pay. <laughs> yeah, they, they're pretty good. Well, there's another one right there. One of the bills was I prepaid the next month. And then I got a letter from them saying I didn't pay the last month before that. Uh, oh, so I double double paid for I think it was uh, May and June, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I paid June in May. I paid May and May and, and June in May, but I still got a letter saying I hadn't paid May. Dang a lame. How do they not know that? Yeah. Right? They got to know that, do they not? It, well, yeah. well, no. I mean, we all know how inept people are at their jobs. We're in radio. Of I course mean, yeah. we know. Felt like yeah. that was an attack on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> on Brittany no, personally. No, no. But anyway, here's the reason I even brought it up, because I want to ask you guys this. Since that happened, and it's been taken care of, so it's not a big deal, I, I, but it does make me very sad that human beings are that filthy about money, and it's so apparent now. The money grubbing in this world, oh my God, you pigs. Yeah. But I have been waking up every morning right at 3 o'clock, and I don't know why right at 3 o'clock. Oh, man. I have no idea. I've been doing it for like a week now since I found out about this. I wake up every day at 3 o'clock. Anxiety. It is anxiety. Yeah. There's no, but why right at 3 o'clock? That's weird. Uh, once your body has done it a couple of times, it gets yeah. used to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's probably terrible. true. Terrible. Yeah, I got up at 3 this morning. That's why I was able to get a few miles in, almost four miles in this you morning. close your activity ring. Um, or your mouth when I'm talking. Ah! Uh, 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 That'll uh, never uh, happen. That's not going to uh, happen. Uh, uh, exactly. Okay, what now? I was going to say is, do you have to pee or anything? All ever. One, one thing, oh, and Rudy should understand this better than anybody here. Once you get into the, to my sphere, you're going to do that a couple of times a night, and it gets really old. I still have to pee all the time. All um, the time. After having a baby? Just in general. Like, I've always been that way. Oh, you have? I didn't yeah. know that. I drink way too much water, but... I yeah, like, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Here's like the least amount of water I drink, but then throughout the day, I'm like, I feel like I always have to pee. Glug, glug. Yeah. I feel like diapers would not be a bad investment. Do you have to pee right now? No. Who was it, the one that, there was a big Hollywood star that wore diapers all the time for that Ew. big reason. I can't remember who it was, though. I don't know. 
they actually revealed, I believe it was on like the Johnny Carson show or one of those that, oh yeah, I wear diapers all the time so I don't have to run to the bathroom all the time. That's disgusting. Like, yeah. what? Listen, I get it if you're at the Super Bowl, but if you're just like right, heading on right. down to the grocery store, no dice. That's disgusting. What, do you guys remember what age Funny you stopped that. wearing diapers? No. No? Okay. Cause, oh, no. Because well, right, the reason why I ask is because there's a neighbor, and it, it's kind of weird, obviously, but he's seven. Nope. And still wears them. You think there's a problem? There's something else going on? Well, because I had, cause his dad, because how I know this is, he came running outside the other day and he had it on. Oh, and then his dad seven. was like, "Hey, get back in!" And, and then his dad was like, "Hey, so uh, you know, probably saw my kid in the diaper. It's just his thing. He likes it. He doesn't. It's not that he needs it. He just wants to wear it all the time." And the joke I made was, "Man, when you started in diapers, uh, it, it used to say Sesame Street. Those diapers say CSI Miami. It's time. <laughs> yeah. It's time for him yeah. to like get out of those things, man." Do you think it's a night only thing? I, I think he just it's his thing. It's a comfort. It's a blankie. It's a okay. you know. It's having that thing that is comforting to him, and wearing that is probably his protective shield at the moment. But yeah, he's like he just he likes them, and he still fits in them. So we just buy them. Um, I do have to admit. It's really easy to automatic. Like I automatically mom shamed Kirk Cousins when his kids still had a pacifier. Ah, that yeah, I saw that. I was oh, like, what are your thoughts I are don't on know. that? It was like five, six. Yeah, he's old. he's definitely old enough Ooh. to be reading. Like he's sitting up in the chair reading with dad yeah. and has a pacifier in his mouth. Wait, and wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Kirk Cousins knows how to read. It was impressive. I'm shocked. It was impressive. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a children's book, so, <laughs> so that's yeah. different. Now, I, uh, I, I don't know why you would do that. That's not a good idea, I wouldn't think. But I, you have to remember now, Bobby Knotts, my friend, who unfortunately died at like 35, or the pain in the ass that he was. I adored that man. Yeah. But he, uh, he insisted, and he was absolutely adamant about it until he was about 16 years old, that when he was born, he came out with a cane and a top hat. And he actually believed that when he was a little kid. Wow. It's like, what? So like, did he like to rock one all the time? I don't know. He's got the cane and the top hat. Hey, here I come. Hello, oh my honey. Hello, <laughs> my baby. Hello, yeah. my God. <laughs> there's, there's nothing more classic than just baby diaper. Diaper baby classic is the look. What's the look we rock a lot in the house? Like, mm-hmm. not me, but go, girl. Can you imagine the pain? And some people, I guess, still do it. But can you imagine the pain in the ass of having to wash those damn things because they were cloth? No. I, it, I think oh. about it all the time. Oh, I think man. about it all. And then I think sometimes I, like, I will go, oh, I can't believe how much we probably just these sit oh, yeah. in um, like garbage areas or whatever. Because like, we go through so many diapers. A little poop stain action. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and they rooster tail up the back, and you're like, oh. Rooster tail up the back. We have to do some weather here, ladies and gentlemen. Isolate a chance of an afternoon thunderstorm today and Saturday. Then it's all about the heat on Sunday and next week. It'll be the hottest week of the summer so far. But it always is, isn't it? Isn't the fourth week of July always the hottest week of the summer? I think so. Our, yeah. yeah. Hot. Uh, warmer and partly sunny, isolated afternoon thunderstorm is possible, but isolated. 83 for the high tonight, clearing early with a low of 63. On Saturday, warmer, more humid with an afternoon or an evening thunderstorm possible, a high of 86. That's what you want is 86 and humid. But then she jacks up. On Sunday, 88 and sunny. On Monday, 91 and sunny and humid. On Tuesday, 94, hot and humid. On Wednesday, 98, even hotter and sunny. 
And Thursday, so, you know, seven days from now, basically, sunny, still hot and humid with a high of 97. So 97, 98, 94, 91, 88, and, of course, 83 today is the low for the next seven days. The lowest high, I should say. It's a good way to put it. Right now, though, it's sunny and 60 degrees. Well, let me check that and make sure. It's 61 now. So uh, it's going to be toasty, but that's why you have air conditioning, isn't it? Yeah. I, I kind of like, I know this is not everybody's jam, but I love a reason to get, like, water things out or go oh, yeah. sit by the lake yep. or whatever. Well, that, not the worst idea. No. Going, that's why, to tell you the truth, growing up in Minneapolis, St. Paul, man, I don't care if it's Lake Como or it's Lake uh, whatever, Harriet. What's that one that's <clears throat> next to Theo that has the really pretty beach? Theater Worth. But is that the lake? The name lake of is it? also called Theater Worth. Oh, yep. nice. Did you ever swim in that? Oh, yeah, many times when I was yeah. a kid. That's a, it's a great area. That's weird that you asked that. Why? Because oh, we no. could tie it in. Yes. Two stories tied together. Boy, your timing was wonderful. Thank you. I used to go with Brad Roden was his name, R-O-D-E-N. Uh-huh. Brad Roden and I would go swimming down at, uh, maybe I only did it with him a couple of times. Other people, we'd just go with friends down there. Nice beach house, all the rest of it. But I do remember one time, and this ties into the earlier reference, I opened up a locker to use it, and there was some grown-up underwear with a poop stain in it. Yeah, so those go. were left forever. Like, that person <laughs> yes. was like, yes. these are dead to me. But here's what I love. Somebody else can get rid of it. Oh, yeah. Well, you, I think the you, shame was the, uh, <laughs> the key there. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just wrap it up and get rid of it rather than leave it in the locker? Listen, I have no shame. Like, well, I would there be is, carrying yeah. that in here and be like, ah, that's my fault. But, like, some, that's people, a very good point. some people are shame takes them to places that they would never go. Like, that yeah. normally could be the most considerate person, but that shame aspect, ooh, zooey mama. It was, by the way, what they used to refer to as a skid mark. True that. That skid mark underwear, mm-hmm. that deal. Yeah. Yeah, I just throw them away, for Christ's sake. Why do I have to look at them? Well, I mean... I still used the locker, but yet... No, I didn't. I I did not. Move them aside a little. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I grabbed them right by the... Yeah, no thank you. (laughs) We should probably take a break, because we got a bunch of stuff coming up, some great stuff coming up this morning. I mean, Sansevier is not one of the great things coming up. But, you know, let me put it this way. A lot of great stuff and sand. Right? Yes. Perfect. All right, be right back on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and $10 more for king-size, just $10 more. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact level. Uh, individual needs. That's what they're talking about here. To help you get the best sleep ever, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing. See, they threw that in for us. Radio podcast square, huh? Thank you. It's probably Dawn that did that. That's what I'm thinking. To get uh, Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98, enter promo code TOM. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow history. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killaroo Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killaroo is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. It is 7.23 now, 23 minutes after 7 o'clock, right here at the morning show, and we're going to have a vote on something in a second here. Uh, is Bob not on yet? I'm here. No, he's there. Yep. Oh, well, what happened now? Now you get a different logo. Well, because I'm on a remote location. Oh, the that's Wright County is. Fair with my children showing their horses. Nice. So you're on, you're, you're on, you're on a remote I'm on my phone, not my computer, because my computer I didn't it, it didn't uh, didn't quite work as well as it, it would as it does through this phone. So whatever works as long, yeah, okay. So I was just wondering why your little smoke signal wasn't on the screen. So, but you're well, remote, I, I mean, I could probably actually put the camera, but the way I'm holding my phone, so you can hear me better, you see the you see the ceiling of my trailer. That'd be really great. Um, yeah, that's what I figured. So I figured you don't get to see nothing. Now, I got a question for you, if I may ask, Forget for all it. three of you. Forget it. I got to introduce you first. Oh, okay. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. And now Bob Sansevier with a bit of wisdom for us. Well, a question. What's what is the fastest 
or the most you've ever gone over the speed limit. Like if it's a 55, <laughs> maybe I've gone 70, 75. It's not 85 cool. over. I know that, Bob. No, it's not. I assume you've talked about that with not about yet. young Jordan Addison. <laughs> what a moron that man must be. <laughs> okay, Tom, let's, uh, let's count the ways he's a moron. <laughs> and he seems like he's a nice kid from you. You listen to him. However, for him. He showed up at the draft with the now you, you do a one off ah that's not it's just a one he's a young kid blah 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 he had the suit jacket with the dollar bill signs in the oh, lining oh right? no he goes 140 miles an hour the speed limit is 55 three o'clock in the morning now we know he obviously when he got his rookie deal he decided to put money away for a rainy day so he can drive his Lamborghini Ursus. 140 miles an hour in a 55. But also, Chuck Foreman was telling me, and this is a problem with all these young guys, because it's not only Chuck, or it's not only Jordan Addison. He's getting interviewed. Chuck is from the same hometown, or, or Addison oh, okay. is, as Chuck is. Okay. Right? Frederick, Maryland. There's a, a park in Frederick named after Chuck. The oh. interviewer asked him about growing up in the same town as Chuck Foreman. Oh, no. Chuck said, if you saw the blank look on his face, he had no idea who I was. <laughs> and it's not just him. Great kid, Blake Kroll. He's on the, you know, he's been on the practice squad. Third year with the team. He was on the Jim Bob Sports Jam with us a week ago because he sang at the fine line. He's got a great voice. Okay. Nice kid. Good family. Smart kid. He had no idea who Chuck was, and I told him, why don't you look up in the Ring of Honor? You'll see his name. Yeah. And then later, I said, well, you know, when Chuck played, he had Fran Tarkenton throwing to him. Blank look. I said, you don't know who Fran Tarkenton oh, is, geez. do you? He didn't. This is the Vikings' fault. You bring a kid in, you have a seminar, and maybe some of these players to, to let them know or give them a quiz. Figure out and find out who the stars are in your history of your franchise are because frankly it's embarrassing for them to go out in public and not know bob i will tell you this and and Brittany and i were just talking about this before the start of the show this morning i'm sorry but social media and the internet not just social media but the entire internet is making people dumber by the day they don't care to look up anything and if i see one more person about 20 years old walking down the hall not looking where they're going just staring at their phone i'm like do you know how easy it would be to rob somebody like you I mean, sir, okay. it'd be simple. No, because it's almost like there's a beacon on some of these people. Yeah. They're walking around. They're on their phone. They're not doing anything. Yep. And yeah, absolutely. You know what we should do, Tom? We should follow all of these Viking players, the young ones, and put them all in a string and and create – we'll create Bill Bradisman Hall of Fame tackle <laughs> for the Minnesota Vikings and him saying hello, and they will believe – so who do you know from the Vikings fans? Well, Bill Berdisman's in the Hall of Fame. He's a tackle. Because <laughs> they don't have a clue. But, Bob, isn't Fran Tarkin in the Hall of Fame? He is. Yes, and, he is. And he doesn't even know who he is. Okay. Oh. Now, this was Bla Blake. Again, he's a great kid. His dad played 17 years in the NFL. You'd think oh. his dad was Ricky Prohl. You remember Ricky Prohl? Sure. You would think that a kid that grew up around football would be have some sense of the history. But he is not alone, nor is Jordan Addison. No. Addison no, may be right. alone going as fast as he does, but these guys don't know the history of the NFL or who they play, who you're playing for. Come on. Bob, How? what time of day was it when he was doing a buck 30 or whatever the hell it was? 3 a.m. A buck 40. 
It was 3 o'clock in the morning. So where yep. are you going at 140 miles an hour at 3 o'clock in the morning? You got your Lamborghini Ursus, and you're going to go. It doesn't matter where you're going. He was on I-94 uh, out, you know, out near where the Vikings are. The freeway just outside St. Paul mm-hmm. is what. So we're probably figuring he's around Egan. Well, you know what? He was probably on his way to be the first kid in the in the facility. You know, he wanted to beat yeah. all the coaches there at 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I better do 140 miles an hour down okay. there. If you're a cop, how do you pull over somebody going 140? I don't think they go 140, do they? A cop car? No, they don't like that chase deal anymore for cops. Yeah, well, and they, you know, he was he, he was not arrested. He was, uh, you know, he, but if he gets cited, which he probably will, will I would hope so. Uh, you go in excess of 100 miles an hour, you can have your license revoked for at least six months. Or at least you get a slap on the wrist. <laughs> well, something. He may be uh, He may be taking Ubers around town for the next six months. He should be. Well, didn't Randy Moss run over a police officer Just downtown? Slowly. And oh, it was into, a He didn't bump. run him over, but he ran into him. Yeah. yeah. No, no, or her. Her. It was, it was, it was yeah, a, woman, it was a yeah. female. Yeah. It was a woman. That's it was right. like, yeah, was, it wasn't great. It wasn't <laughs> great. <laughs> He was nudging her with the car, and I think he he had to pay a few bucks on that one. Yeah. Oh, God. These are not the brightest people on earth. I'm no. sorry. These athletes. Holy Christ. No, and by the way, uh, Jordan, I hope you bought yourself something else because that Lamborghini, may you're not going 140 in January when yeah. the roads are <laughs> late. Now, how much is that car, Bob? Does anybody know how much that car would cost? Oh, it's got to be in the three hundred thousand. That's what right? I thought. Yeah. That's what I bought three hundred grand. Yeah. Any idea, Bob? I. You know what, Tom? I'm going to look that one up because I'm curious now that you mentioned it. It's a Lamborghini. I what? Had it at my fingertips, but I did not. That's all right. I'll, I'll just carry you like I've always done. Thank you very right, much. Not Greg. a problem. You know, you, <laughs> like you said, you've been doing all right here. Oh, the base. Here's the base price. Uh, two twenty three nine ninety. But none of the. So about three hundred. No, that's used. Oh yeah, God. I can only find used ones. <laughs> yeah, and plus, if you got some bells and whistles on it, you're probably oh, yeah. looking at about three hundred thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. holy! Well, now two thirty-five is the base price for a new one. Yeah, yeah, so about three hundred. Okay. Yeah, if you get a good. One. Well, wait a minute. Oh, he may be okay, Tom. A high-performance SUV with actual off-road cred, decadent oh, interior. Hmm. Well, I assumed it was a sports car. It's an SUV. Hey, yeah, he made that the right thing. Okay, this does not look like an SUV. No. They may call it that, but there's no freaking way. No freaking way. Well, I told you about the about my Mustang, didn't I, Bob? They had to, to, to recall the first ones. Why? Because people were doing like almost 200 miles an hour in them. Oh my god! I mean, they're right. incredibly fast. Tom, I have to I have to give it to Jordan Addison. He was showing restraint. Yes. Car and driver called it the quickest SUV we've ever lapped at Virginia International <laughs> Speedway. Yeah. But it can go 190. Yeah. Oh, they can now. 190, sure. 200. Yep. And it could, it's significantly quick. It has the zero to 60 mile per hour acceleration time significantly, not just quicker, significantly quicker than competitors like the Audi RS Q8 and the Bentley Bendiaga. Oh, okay. It, it is called an SUV. My God. When are we going to see this where somebody goes ahead and sues Lamborghini or Mustang for oh, like yeah. the, the ability to go that fast, yep. that smoothly? Yeah, I agree. So, uh, and also, oh, the it's uh, Lamborghini Urus is powerful, versatile, perfect for daily driving. 
Of course. Yeah, at 3 a.m. when you're doing 140 <laughs> miles an hour. So, he, you know, the kid's smart. He looked into it, found he had himself a nice winter car. Hey, my God. I think, no, I think, I'm not sure, but I think I was in a car the fastest uh, that I've ever gone, not driving, but riding in a car was about a buck 15. So 25 miles an hour faster than that. Yeah. My God. That's bad. Yeah, that's pushing it. Holy cow. It is. No doubt about it. You guys ever been in a fast-moving vehicle? I, I think we no. got my 1987 Toyota Corolla up to sure. about uh, 78 miles an hour on Highway 2 because that thing is as straight as an arrow. So There you go. But, yeah, other than that, I don't know, maybe 100 was probably top Probably 100. Yeah. yeah, it's usually about right. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, f- I feel like I've been in somebody's car that's gone 100, and I don't yep. think I enjoyed it. No, it's not fun. I, no. I agree. Because if you make one little mistake, oh. you've got problems. Yeah, no thank <laughs> you. I will say this. We're not driving on, like, a stretch of 35 or 94 that can get up to 80 real quick, and you don't even notice it, yeah. but oh, not 100. Yeah, yeah well, by, by yep. my house, it's like either 65 or 70 on 212, and then it shoots down to 60 real quick. So uh, Brittany has gotten a ticket in that area. No! I have gotten a ticket in that area. How is that even You didn't possible? bat your eyes and, you know, give them a smile and unbutton <laughs> the top shirt. The, the top, oh, well! The top well, you know I wear a lot of, like, easily uh, attractive tops, but no, um... I I get real weird when I get pulled over. I get real yes sir, no sir, and like yeah. everything you want, you want every because that's right. smart. Well, yeah, and like I am in my past life a real problem child, so I just want to be like, I just want to like confess them everything. I get weird. I say thank you very much when they give me the ticket. Is that a military thing? You think? yes, and then yeah, thank I you bet. always thank you for serving. I don't care if they give it to you the ticket or not. I always say thank you for serving. Yeah. Um, Guilt them. Oh, yeah, like yeah. I don't care. I'm just like listen. I am not uh, on any drugs. I know I'm acting weird right now, but like take my blood. Okay, Brit- Brittany, you need to have your veteran's card, and you hand it to Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was my license. You want to know the also, hack? You want to know the, the real hack you got to do? What? So if you hand them your veteran, your VA card, mm-hmm. you know, you, they go, this, I do not need this. And they get real mad annoyed. Oh, do they? So what you do, this is a real good trick. You actually go get your license picture taken in uniform because you can do that. Oh, good card yeah. with the hat and everything. Or do you oh have to yeah, take the hat well, off? I think you have to take the hat off. You but do, like, probably, yeah. that's the way you do it because then you're like, oh yeah, I'm just I had to run to the you know DMV in uniform. It's fine, mm-hmm. and they'll you know, and that's the way. That's the real move. What if I like get my picture taken with a disabled older woman? <laughs> you just add another just person. Kind of carrying her. <laughs> Carrying her in the picture. And puppies are puppies. like. Puppies, yeah, like some puppies. I mean, I have, I obviously can't do that now because I've been out for a long time, not wearing my uniform, but that was the big thing that the guys I was okay. deployed with I would love do. It. Love it. Brittany, if he says, where are you going so fast? Well, I'm, I'm a little late to serve Meals on Wheels to veterans. See? So I, I, don't, I hate mm-hmm. when they miss out. Oh. The other thing, the other tip if you want, because women wear pullovers and sweatshirts sometimes. Always carry a heavy-duty scissor to cut a slit right down the middle. Nobody cares about my chest. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure it works for some people, but at some point, like, the bra I'm wearing is like a glorified turtleneck. Okay, there's nothing going on here, Bob. No scissors is going to help me. You'd be surprised. I, I would. You would. A scissor? <laughs> Just cutting into your... Yeah, I'm sure what? they're going to love if you grab for a scissors when you get pulled over. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be a good move. No question about <laughs> Or just it. Y- yank one out. 
Oh, that does not sound appropriate around an officer. Thank you very much. I will tell you this, Bob. I wish you could see Brittany today because she has I a... I can. Oh, you could see her? Okay, show him your, oh, yeah. your shirt. You got to show him your shirt. I have like a shirt that looks like... Your hair is still covering it all up. There, now you get that. There, now we're talking. Now stand up and do it. Oh, are those horseshoes? No, it's like a drippy shirt, and I spilled a bunch of coffee on me. You can't even tell. But so, you can't tell. So that's now the move. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like Sid Hartman's tie would be. Yes, yes exactly. We spilled something on it in the 40s and never had it clean. <laughs> I literally spilled, and I was like, oh, man. I looked down, I go, no, this works. All right. Yeah, it's like those dirty undies that uh, Tom found in the <laughs> yeah. locker. I spilled coffee back there, huh? Yeah. It, it's weird. I lived by there, so maybe were those Theater worth? mine? I live by Theo. I didn't know that. Yeah, I lived in Bryn Mawr. And oh, that's Golden right. Va- that's and right. Golden Valley. That's I lived right. on yeah. both sides of it. Uh, that's true. I forgot all about that. That's true. The old hometown, mm. the north side. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I love Theo Worth was my favorite. Well, it's phenomenal. I love Theater Worth. Those hills, riding a bike around Theater Worth is fantastic. I know. I would always, uh, and then uh, you'd watch golfers, and I'd always yep. do my, how's it going? Because, like, I don't know what to say to golfers, so I like would practice. Hey, how's it going? How are the greens? I wish they still had the bro- you. You guys even know about the Bronze Open? You probably don't. Mm-mm. It was very cool when I was a little kid, because the Bronze Open was a tournament for for Black Americans. But they don't have the tournament. They called anymore. it the Bronze Open. They called it the Bronze Open. It was very very cool. But I, my favorite memory of the Bronze Open, there was a guy that played the Bronze Open, and there was this kind of hubbub in the parking lot. You know the big parking lot right there in front of it? The, the Chateau still is gorgeous. Yes, beautiful gorgeous. Beautiful building. It's a beautiful building. But I'm walking along, and I'm, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. Maybe not even that old. I don't even remember. But the guy's putting his, his clubs in the trunk, and there are still people on the golf course. This is at the Bronze Open tournament. I said, what's going on? He goes, man, I won the tournament. I said, really? What'd you shoot? He said, well... I said, well, what'd you shoot? He goes, uh, 66. I said, really? Well, why are you leaving? He goes, because they don't believe me. Oh, dang. <laughs> I love that. That is, yeah, he shoots a 66. He goes, everybody's got bullshit. You didn't shoot a 66. I love that area. Um, but I'll tell you this. I was bike- biking once at night, and I was biking through there, and I was, like, kind of on high alert because, you know, it's night, and you're in the city and whatever. Sure. All of a sudden, I scream because there's all these people standing there, and it was those those statues. Oh, those yeah. Those statues oh, yeah. scared the hell out of me. I love those statues. seen them a million times in the day, but at night, all of a sudden, you're peripheral. I'm like, oh, my God, why are there so many people out? Well, it's, th- it's theater worth, isn't it? It's the guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah but there's, like, a him. few of them. Yeah, they're yeah. all, yep. No, I, to this day, one of the things that you guys missed out on with Theater Worth, which is too bad, yeah. in the, the golf course, that hole, as you go straight north out of the clubhouse, take a left, you come out the front of the clubhouse, take a left, and there's a hole there that goes right uphill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be a ski jump on that hill. Oh, really? At the top of it. I Uncle, can see that. Uncle Tommy's riding along with the Laurent brothers one oh, day, and God. I said, what the hell's that all about? Now, back, that was back in the day when ski jumps used to be built out of wood. yeah. That bad boy was on fire, man. Somebody <gasps> burned it oh, to the ground. Wow. <laughs> what did the ski jump do to you? Oh, it was just to be a prick. That's why they did it. There's no doubt about it. I, they just, It was never rebuilt either. They never rebuilt it. Not a big-time golfer, but that's a fun nine holes. Uh, that's what I've, I've never played it. it Isn't that that's weird? That's shocking to me. I've played it. I've never played Theater Worth. I've played it. Like, in the middle, it's super fun. 
It's very crowded though, isn't it? Used to be anyway. I don't know. I feel like I went in the middle of the day and it wasn't bad. But nice people. They're very nice people. It was a blast. Yep. I had never been there before, and I, I made an appointment, a tea time at the, you know, they have a par three over yeah. there. Yeah, well, I, I, I did play that. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to play the par three. So I got there and didn't realize that there was also, like, a, another 18 holes that was yeah. connected to it. Yep. So when I got to the clubhouse, I'm like, that's a pretty sweet clubhouse for a par three. Like, <laughs> So I, I go in, and I ask the lady. I'm like, hey, I got a tea time. She goes, what time? I said, 8.15. She goes, okay, yeah, you're good to go. So I go out to the tea box. And you the, go to the, 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 the to hole one of the 18 holes, and yep. I, 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 they go, hey, why don't you golf with this guy? He's also a single. So we tee off, Wonderful. and we start walking down the, the, you know, the fairway, and I go, wow, this is a really long hole for a par three. And the guy goes, oh, this is a par four. And I'm like, huh. He goes over to his ball. I grab my phone. I look. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm on the wrong golf course. The part three costs like $12 to play. The 18 holes is like $87. And I'm like, well, I'm already here. So I just golfed the 18. You criminal. I swear to God. Criminal. Well, okay. Here's how I just thought of it. This is why I've rationalized it. That one guy is going to be doing it anyways. Yeah. If you were by yourself and holding people up, I could see step off. Sure. But if that guy was going to be by himself anyways and taking up that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I don't think you're a time thief then. So no. Yeah. Maybe drop a little bit, your extra 20 you, to somebody. Yeah. Rudy, what you did was worse than what Jordan Addison did. Easily true. <laughs> All right, well, well, here's the thing. I golfed the front nine and felt bad and left, and I was like, I should go back there. And then I went back because I did feel bad, and I golfed the back nine because that's what you do. Because yeah. that's, as a person, you make things right. Okay? And, of course, you paid for that nine. I'm, no, but I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I made it right by golfing the back nine. Oh, okay. Okay. Even it out. Yeah, <laughs> they so benefited greatly. It. Yes. Oh, I see. Um. One thing I should tell you, and I'm very, I was very proud of my wife and her family. They had a celebration a few years ago. It was like an anniversary celebration or whatever it was. And they booked it. This is probably five years ago, something like that. They booked it at Theater Worth. There's a huge upstairs area in that, in that gorgeous clubhouse. And by yeah. the way, the chow there is good. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Yeah, the, the food at Theater Worth. At least it used to be. I haven't eaten there in a few years now. But it used to be really good, and I assume it still is. But... I was so happy that, because most people are like, oh, my God, it's just at the end of Plymouth Avenue in North Minneapolis. Oh, my. But you'll, you're fine at Theater Worth. Sure. You know, but I was proud of them. They kind of tip of the cap to Uncle Tommy. Wasn't yeah. that nice? I think that's really fun. I mean, it's such a fun place. You just. It is. And it's like hopping. Go there on a Saturday afternoon. That's what I hear. It yeah. is crazy yeah. busy. It's so fun. Well, Rudy's got to play another 18 holes for a dollar fifty. They know me there. Got to, yeah, they and know you. Rudy's now, going. Exactly. Is somebody here with a, looking for a single? A single? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandy, you got one more minute. Anything else you want to talk about, Buster? Uh, twins, Twins lose five zero to the two games up. But there is the breaking yeah. news. I think Joe is the one. Our pal Joe is the one who sent it to me, and it, it's true. Did you? Uh, it only happened in the last fifteen to twenty minutes. Tony Bennett. No more. Oh, no. I love Tony Bennett. I just saw... at... He had a run, though. 96. Yeah, 96. I saw him at Mystic Lake a couple of years ago. Matter of fact, I think Pat Ebert's got me the tickets. Catherine and I went to see Tony Bennett. We were in like the front row, probably 15 feet away from Tony Bennett. He, at the time, was probably like 91, 92, something like that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I might have been a little old, because that was only a couple of years ago. He was moving around, shuffling his feet, doing little dancing, snapping his fingers. I'm like, this guy's like 93 years old. He was phenomenal, Bob, at 93. 
Tom, nobody, I don't remember any singer, crooner, whatever you want to say, that was as put together as he was. I the agree. hair was perfect. Yep. He, he was kind of the George Hamilton of singers. He always, you talk about bronze. He always had that bronze color he did. going. He did. You know, handsome fella. Oh, Bob, that breaks my heart. I, I Obviously, it doesn't surprise me. He's 96 years old, but my God, yeah. I had, my mother loved him, and I, lo I just thought he was a tremendous talent. He, well, he had he was a contemporary of of uh, younger a little bit, but of Sinatra and Dean Martin, right? Oh, but he yes. never was part of that crowd. No, he, no, you no. I just think he didn't. He was not a part of any crowd. I don't that I can remember. You're right. The Rat Pack thing didn't work for him. I guess I don't know. But uh, yeah, just uh, you know. Oh my God, that makes me sad. But yeah, had a had a hell yeah. of a run, right? Sorry to, uh, to to break it to you. Where's the uh, where's the the greatest whatever been? Is she gone today? The greatest what? Oh, Kristen's here. Yeah, we don't we're not going to her until after the break, Bob. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, she's the best that ever was, Kristen. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know you'll give him a hell of a, a an update. I think she can give you the entire life story of Tony Bennett. Oh and God. <laughs> well, we'll ask her. Introing her like Bret Hart. The best there is. The best there was. The best there ever will be. But like more monotone for Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's the best there ever was. You're gonna want to listen to her. Here's a here's a task she can do feverishly really quickly since he just died. Do you think it's a coincidence <laughs> that uh, the death of an Italian guy was an announced by an Italian guy? You think that's a coincidence? There you go. It's fitting. Mm -hmm. Very fitting, Bob. There's no question. All right, Sandy, we'll have a magnificent day, sir. You too. See you guys later. Bye. Bob Sansevier Sports. Bye. Bye. Can I get the line out? Is that possible? I'm getting used to that. You, you talking uh, over me all uh, the time now. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, Bob Sansevier Sports. <laughs> I love picking on you. It's wonderful. Bob Sansevier Sports, sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers. Sanny, brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal, live, the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang, online at flagshipford.com. You're not the GM there, are you? Did they make that mistake? No, everybody salutes when I walk in. It's oh, awesome. God, what what a swing and a miss that must have been. I, I got to ask Rudy a quick question. Is is it really eighty five dollars to play eighteen holes at Worth now? Uh, I don't think it's that much. I mean, I'm exaggerate. Listen, Doug, don't let the truth stand in the way of a good story. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I may have exaggerated that's, that's a little bit, but good I, advice. I do believe it's like in the sixties, though. It's it's much more expensive than their par three for sure. Oh yeah. I, I yeah. used to play there all the time in the 80s with my well, with one of my brother-in-laws and you know the second hole if you remember the first hole and the second hole there's a creek that goes in front of the green on the first and in front of the tee box on the second. Mm -hmm. and on the second hole there was this young black kid that that made a lot of money out there and he would uh fish out balls that yep. guys hacked into the water and he'd sell the white ones for a nickel. But the colored ones, like the yellow ones or the range balls that had stripes on them, those were a quarter. So I buy the list for five cents a piece and say, you know, maybe well, I'll buy one of those yellow ones someday from me when I get that that kind of yellow ball money. Now, Dougie, you might. Cool, it's a cool course. I've never played it. I played the par three a lot, but I did have an experience on the on the uh, full eighteen holes. Uh, I was walking along and uh, just happened to glance down into that beautiful creek. It's called Bassett's Creek, right there, right. Okay. I didn't uh, know that, but okay. And there was a dead hooker in there, had been murdered and thrown in the creek. <laughs> well, 
It is close to the end of Plymouth Avenue. Well, it is. <laughs> it is at the end of Plymouth Avenue, as a matter of fact. Over that bridge is Plymouth Avenue, baby. But, yeah, I'll never forget that. And then it, always, it was a huge news story. I do remember that. It was a huge news story. That had to be what I think I remember of that, but that was 30 years ago? Oh, at least. My, probably longer than that. That might have been wow. more like We're 40 get- years ago. Tom, you know what's scary? We're getting kind of old. Yeah, we remember stuff from 30 years ago. Boy, you got to be ancient for that. Like 35-year-olds would never remember something from 30 years ago. Never. (laughs) Never. Not dead hookers anyway, we, so that's good. When we, uh, there, Theo Worth, uh, or the Bryn Mawr Park, I walked every single day. Love that park. Two or three, sometimes two times, uh, because, you know, why not? I would get done with the morning show, do one in the morning, one at night. We went to the Keys for uh, the Keys morning Cafe. show. Uh, no, 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 we went to the oh, you mean Florida Keys. Florida Keys, okay. Yeah, and. Key uh, West. Yeah, Key West, and. While I was gone, on my exact path, somebody found a dead body, and that there. could have been me. <laughs> oh, and I, oh, I was like, but I was like, you know what? Because I always pick up trash there. Like I felt sure. like I should have been the one to find that. A dead body in North Minneapolis. Who ever heard of it? It's fine. Uh, oh, fine. I, I don't remember the details, so I'm kind of a, detached <laughs> from it. But that was my same path. And even the officer was like, oh, don't you always walk your dogs here? And I was like, yes. Oh, God, Brittany, you came that close, huh? Robot would have found it probably. So yeah, probably. Uh, that's very very. You no, know, that's you. You got to realize how beautiful Minneapolis and Saint Paul yes. and all those yep. parks and stuff. And that's you know that's from over a hundred years ago. And I, it's it's sad to think that if they were developing the city today, we wouldn't have any of that stuff. I know. You're you right. Think, you think they'd let Kenwood Park, that right in the in the end of Lake of the Isles, uh. go without you know? 12-story apartment buildings in yeah. it. No way. No way. No way. You're absolutely... I love that tower that's there where you're talking about. Yeah. I, that yeah. tower's yeah, so right cool. Yeah, Kenwood Drive or whatever yep. it is. Yep. Yeah, I love that. No, you're right. Minneapolis-St. Paul, if it weren't for the people, it'd be one of the greatest places to live. <laughs> 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 anyway, so what's... Sandy wanted to say hello to you. We, we blew him off. I don't like him very much. He talks too much. <laughs> There you go. You and Sandy not getting along is hilarious. We had so much. You know, we were on the podcast together on the family years and years ago. Right. And then he was doing his own and the other one. And we always argue politics. But he was one of the few people I could argue with that I'd laugh about it at the same time. It was, yeah. You know, we just sort of enjoyed it. Well, he doesn't get all severe about it, I don't think. Some people are, no. Some people just get locked into that far left, far right deal. It's like, calm down. Relax. So you'll appreciate You'll appreciate what I just purchased and just showed up. We've got, you know, the Trump flags are starting to show up, a few of them on the dock. I'm like, God, I'm just, I'm just going to laugh my way through the next 18 months. So mm-hmm. I bought a flag to hang on the boat. I like Ike. Oh, nothing wrong with that, baby. <laughs> I love and it. everybody that walks by just sort of laughs, and they go, yeah, let's not take life quite so seriously. Well, plus the fact, anyway. you weren't even born when he was president, were you? Well, I was born in 58. So he was uh, close. What, uh, 52 to 60, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you're right. There was a JFK. Yeah, I mean, JFK. I clearly don't remember him, but, no. um, you know, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> I like Ike. I think that's hilarious. My nephew, who slept over last night and is currently still at my house, is named Ike. And people say that to him, and he has no idea what they're talking oh, about. Oh, no. Like, no. at some point, we're going to have to inform him. Exactly. I'll send you a picture of the flag next time I'm down there, Brittany. Oh, perfect. I'll just tell him that it's for him. Yep. 
Yeah, do it for the show. I'd love to see it. Well, you know that that woman on uh, uh, what's her name, Shaletta uh, Brundage on CCO. Yeah, she has a a, a kid who's pretty severely autistic oh. named Brandon. And when he saw the Let's Go Brandon flags, he thought oh, it was for him. That's awesome. It's wonderful. Well, well, it gets even better. So oh. she starts, you know, getting this out on social media. And there's a NASCAR dra- driver named Brandon somebody or other. I'm not a NASCAR follower. So he invited the kid and Shaletta to go down and, and meet him and watch him race. I mean, how cool is that? That is a wonderful story right there. It just that's is. So sweet. Thank you for telling that story. Oh, let's go, Brandon. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> no, by comparison, I about oh, I two, three times a month, I just drive through North Minneapolis, kind of all the places I used to live, and just try to bring back some memories of how much I loved living there and how wonderful it was and all the rest of it. And I won't say where on, on the Sheridan it is, but it's on Sheridan Avenue. And I was kind of surprised. In North Minneapolis, there's a huge sign in front of a house and it says F. Biden, but it says the whole F word. Hmm. Like, holy yeah. Anna, Jesus. That, that's not passive aggressive. That's, that's, no. that's pretty no. direct. you got to give him points for that or her. But, I mean, it's a, the neighbors have not asked him, obviously, to take it down because I found out it's been there for, like, years. I never noticed oh, it before. Oh, boy. Or a couple of years, anyway. But I was like, really, the F-bomb? Uh, and the, the, letter, the letters have to be at least 18 inches high. Dang. It's huge. Oh, so just remember, it's only going to get worse by this time next summer. Oh. We're just going to be under fire from political ads. Oh, it's going to be I think horrible. we should just go to Canada for half a year and then yeah. see, who, see who wins and come back. We could breathe the smoke. It'd be just wonderful. There shouldn't be any fires. There's nothing left to burn in another year in Canada. It'll all be <laughs> that's, about, that's about right. You're about right with that one, man. All right, we got cars for a second. I was going to say, you want to sell some cars? Sure. You would. You guys are going to laugh about this, but uh, Johnny Rock's coming out to look at a Mach-E tomorrow, and right. everybody in the store is so excited. Can you get him to do the chucker? And I'm like, it's not actually very far away from his real personality. I think it'll no. be okay. Yeah, good luck getting him to stop. I. Uh, he definitely... <laughs> He'll entertain you, that's for sure. Yeah. So I like John. I haven't seen him for, God, a couple of years. I think the last time he was on Car Selling Secrets, and that was a couple of years. But he just started up in the cloud, if I remember right. But Wait, didn't you see So him? he's coming out. Didn't you see him at the party? Didn't you see him at the party for... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the Tom party. The That Bilski, he's something else. Bilski. Well, that was originally my idea, and he goes, yeah, that's great. Let's get the wives together, and we'll take them out to lunch. And I just thought it would be, you know, Chesky's and you guys and, mm-hmm. and Mike and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, it's at Midland. And I pull in, the parking lot's packed, and there's 150 people in there. Like, nice job, Mike. That yeah. was cool. It was a really, really nice time. Yeah, the only people who didn't show up were the politicians. What a shock. <laughs> well, it's probably <laughs> just as <laughs> You're probably right. No, I was a, anyway. Was a in addition day. to uh, the Chuckers showing up, we've got uh, and I, you know, we we are selling a lot of these uh, electric Mustangs, both new and used. I think oh. the word's getting out on them. But we, you know, a majority of what we sell are pickup trucks. We are in the in the country in the F one fifty rules the day. They're wonderful trucks, and there's cool incentives on them right, right now. You get low interest rate uh, if you qualify. It's three point nine for sixty, and you get a thousand dollar rebate from Ford plus the discounts that we put on them. If you're interested, you can see all the stuff and the actual prices that you'll pay online at flagshipford.com. 
Magnificent, sir. We'll have a great weekend. And we got to get the wives out to dinner over at Layla one night. I'm in. Just I let love, me know. I love it. We're going to uh, Steve from Sabre and his lovely wife, Tatiana. And we're going on Monday night. Go see Sam. Oh, Sam, I don't know if Sammy worked. Oh, he's out of town right now. But in any case, yeah, Layla's. Well, you and I have eaten there about 8 billion times now. Yeah, well, maybe a dozen. Well, yeah, it's great. A dozen, billion, whatever it is. Paul Walzer used to go over there with us once in a while, and that was fun. Who was that? Paul uh, Frag- Flagship. <laughs> his name is Paul. He changed his name to Paul Flagship now, whether he knows it or not, by the way. <laughs> no, he changed his name to Colton. <laughs> oh, nice. It's time to move on, brother. <laughs> I think we're going to have to start this over yeah, again. I think we're going to. All right, Doug, you have a great weekend, sir. Bye, everybody. Have a great time. See ya. Bye, Doug. Have a good weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, it's FlagshipFord.com. We'll be right back right after this. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burton now joins us. What I'm going to have to do now, because Doug Sprinthal is on the show, he used to be on the morning show with me all the time back at the queue, but... We're going to probably have to jump into him at about 39 or 40 because otherwise you're going to be, you're cut out of like 10 minutes of your delivery today. It's not fair. I know. With breaking news, too, about Tony Bennett. I know you guys oh, already heard the news. God. but. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so sad at the same time. He lived a very big, full life, passing away at 96. Um, but I, I just think a lot of us just kind of watched the last couple of years, maybe his final concert that I was televised. I don't know if you guys watched it, but really incredible um, what the brain can remember when it's suffering from a brain disease. Yeah, no doubt. Well, 
I just brought up the fact he was in town a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, something like that. Maybe it's four years ago. And I don't even remember. Probably pre-pandemic. So. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think you're right. But Catherine and I went to see him, got, got to sit about 15, 20 feet away from him. He, at 92 then at the time, I guess he would have been, was working his ass off. I will never forget that. He's dancing and he's singing and he's moving around and he's telling jokes. He's 92 years old. It was wonderful. His health was really good um, yeah. up until the, yep. the Alzheimer's diagnosis. Aww. I saw him at his 80th birthday, which was held at the Dolby Theater at the time. It was the Kodak Theater and wa- got the opportunity to watch him rehearse. And then about four years later, I believe, when I was at the Oscars, he was singing at the Governor's Ball. And I had the opportunity to interview him. I've been like trying to pull up the footage. But it's. Um, I-, I asked him, I said, how is it possible that your voice is still so good? And he just said he really took care of his voice, which a lot of singers don't. And he's yeah. like, you know, I drank little, I didn't smoke, all of that. So it was one of those, he was, you know, moving into his 80s and then into his 90s. And he still had that that velvet quality. It was so beautiful. You know, it's so wonderful about that. Just the memories that I have. I, I'm very lucky in that I, have, that I have a really good memory. Because I remember walking into a friend of mine, nice Italian family in North Minneapolis, walking into their house. And they got some Tony Bennett on. And I said, oh, my God, Tony Bennett. And his dad, my friend's dad goes, what? I said, I love Tony Bennett. His name's Antonio De Benedetto, okay? His name's not Tony Bennett. He would not call him by his made-up made English-fized name. Yeah, De Benedetto. Back in the day when they did that, too, you know, you would yeah. have to change your last name. They're like, nope, that is, they used to say it was too ethnic. And I say that with yes. air quotes because yeah. that's what your agent would say. <laughs> Now you want that. You yeah. want to claim and own that, which I think is is a great reversal in Hollywood, honestly. Um, but it's, yeah, I think with Tony, it's just, uh, and, you know, when he had a resurgence in his career, thanks to Lady Gaga, the two of them. Yeah, that's right. Doing, you know, each other's, doing some of his standards and some of her, her um, contemporary pieces. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, being so, that close to a legend like that and watching him probably was his last performance in Minnesota, I would guess. It was such an imagine. honor, just an honor to watch him. Yeah, and he called me sweetheart on the Oscars red carpet, and I was like, and it was one of those where you're just literally, and I have it on camera, and I'm literally like, that is so amazing because he's, he comes from that, like, oh, sweetheart, you know, and you're like, yes, like that that awesome era, Love not it. that condescending era of sweetheart. <laughs> no, you know what? It's interesting you bring that up because I, I won't mention the client, but she's coming in next week, so maybe... Emily is one of the people I work with over at the Twin Cities Premier Health. And I was talking to her and she said, okay, I want to come in on Monday and do the show with you and all of us. I really like her. She's a great person. But I've only known her for a couple of months, something like that. And we're on the phone. But I still got that old, you know, Catholic boy deal going. I said, okay, my dear. And I went, oh, maybe I shouldn't call you. Then she goes, no, it's fine. You, you got to get nervous. You're calling somebody my dear now, you got to get nervous about that. I don't that. think so. I don't feel Good. like my dear is. Good. I mean, if you said, said it with like dripping with condescension, that is totally, you know, a different thing. But if you're just like, okay, my dear, talk to you later, bye. That's what it was, yeah. It was just like I that. don't think anyone would take offense to that. Toots used to love it. I mean, she, she always, everybody was my dear. My dear. My mother, my dear. My dear. That's actually kind of sweet. It is sweet. You would have loved Toots. Yeah. She was the best. Oh, uh, Kristen, you would have loved my mother. Unbelievable. Except she had a deeper voice than I do, so what are you going to do? <laughs> you kids behave. I'm like, holy Christ. We will. will listen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll listen, exactly. So what's going on in Hollywood? We watched, what did we watch? Oh, 
Martin Clunes has a, a, a three-part series, and I don't know, I think it's on, I think it's on Paramount, but I'm, oh no, it's on Acorn. It's on Acorn, the Acorn channel, where he travels to French Polynesia. Ooh. Or French, is it Polynesia? The Polynesian Islands? Mm-hmm. French like about, Polynesia. Like Bali and stuff? Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. It's really interesting. You, he literally gets in the water with this woman, a Polynesian woman, and they are surrounded by sharks. And I mean surrounded, and there's video of it. Dang. And the sharks are just kind of going, and they're looking at them, and then you swim away. They had no intention of attacking. What? Him. Isn't that weird? Terrifying. It's a really cool scene. If you, if you get a chance, you should look at it, because there had to have been at least 50 sharks around them. I don't even care if you're like, I, Brittany, we promise you these are not <laughs> going to attack you. I would have been screaming the whole time. Would you do like the shark cage dives? Like you're in a cage? I mean, a part of me goes, that sounds amazing. And then a part of me is like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I found out, like, I, the, I think I would have done the submergible if somebody was like, that was worth doing. Yeah. And so I feel like I got to start really second guessing what my instincts are like, go, try, live. And I'm like, I don't know. You also have go-go. Like, that's another, like. Yeah, it's like, Exactly. But also, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to go like that. Like, if the ca- something happened in the cage, I'm stuck. It's going down. Like Whoops. all the things. I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to be shark meat. Uh-uh. Yeah, you probably don't. Oh, by the way, before we move on, I should mention, you know who owned one of those islands in French Polynesia? Who? Marlon Brando. All right, get what? some. That's where he shot um, um, Mutiny on the Bounty. Oh, nice. They sh- they shot it there, and he loved it so much he bought the island. <laughs> I love a lot of celebrities own islands. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Like Tim McGraw and Faith Hill own an island of the Bahamas. Beyonce, Julia Roberts. <laughs> okay, I just don't even understand. I just don't have the mind frame. Like even keeping a house that you're not at, you still have to pay people to clean, to cook. I mean, to keep yeah. it like you know whatever. Yeah. And now an island, like you have to like. Hire somebody to help land the plane. Help hire somebody. What like an island? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have a house manager likely living there, and and a lot of the celebrities. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but when everything went into lockdown, a lot of them took their private jets and went to their private islands. Oh, of course, and they locked did. Locked themselves up. <laughs> yeah. So they pretty much paid for themselves at that point. Yeah, exactly. You know, they probably spent a year there. I mean, I would love that. I feel like this is fabulous. I don't have to talk to anyone. I'm not going to get a bunch of like. COVID germs, it's great. <laughs> I'd go crazy. I'd go absolutely insane. Well, I used to live... Uh, oh, that, somebody calls me every morning at that number. Who the hell would that be? It looks like a, a spam. Pain in the ass. Stop calling me, damn it. You heard me. You heard what I said. You'd be amazed at how little an island actually costs. Really? The, All bi- right. the biggest problem is trying to get structure. Oh, yeah. Trying to I get bet. like a, an actual yeah. house with running water and electricity. That's oh, yeah. the biggest cost because you can buy an island off like the coast of Florida. You can buy an island for like $200,000. Really? The problem is what the hell are you going to do with it after you get it? Now you have to figure out a way to Sherpa all the materials, to build a house. Right. To, yeah, that's the problem. I have friends of mine who have a cabin on an island in northern Minnesota. You have to wait until the lake freezes over, oh. fill up the pickup truck, drive it out to the island, sure. drop off everything, go back, wait until the, it gets nice again, and then boat out to the island sure. and then build. So they've been working on this thing now for like 12 years. I'm like, why? This is such a pain in the ass. Like, that I get that it's pain. cool, but it's a pain in the ass. Oh, that sounds insane. No doubt about it. I lived on an island until about, what, three years ago? Kind of. 
wasn't, it wasn't kind of, it was an island. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I lived on Island Drive, as a matter of fact. I know. I loved living there, but, but you, you kind of look around and go, this, is, this house is a little too big for two people after the kids moved out. That house was insane. <laughs> it was a great place. That no was such about. a cool place. Catherine designed that house, you know. It was cool. There was like five different, wait, do you want to have coffee here, 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 on which landing, which porch, which... Yeah, it was a great house. It was so cool. Taxes were a little high, let me put it that way. And then we'll move on from there. I love Golden Valley. I do too. I, it's a, I love Golden Valley. It's true. We would go different ways on the street when we got off the highway. I'd go left, you'd go right. Yeah. I'd go towards the Byerleys, you'd go towards yeah, the lake. Yeah, okay. that's true. <laughs> this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.